Thank you, Sheila. We certainly need to be thankful and, and in praise of God for, wow, the bountiful, not just here, but everywhere. I mean, Lubbock, Texas is, is unbelievable right now. The, the, the rains that we've gotten up there, and I don't think I've ever seen it that, um, that wet up in, in Lubbock since we've lived there or been around there for 20, well, Sheila's been around there for a lot longer than that, but, but uh, certainly in the 43 years we've been married, I haven't seen it quite that, that good. Cotton's up about inch and a half or two inches and getting with it it's just it's just amazing to see how God has blessed our country not just here but uh, almost statewide and so um, so and and even Jason was and we're sharing this morning that they've had a, some storms down in in the Houston area they've caused some damage so we need to keep those guys in prayer but man it's just all over our state it seems like so what a beautiful thing so if you would take your Bibles and turn to the book of Ephesians we're still in Ephesians chapter 1. We've, we've been looking at something that Paul said here in this, in this passage of Scripture in, in verse 3. Praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, who has blessed us in heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Wow. It's amazing how Paul starts with something and then finishes that out down through these next verses. And so we're looking at those spiritual blessings. What does that mean? What does it mean to have every spiritual blessing in Christ? So we're in verse 11 today. Verse 11 says this, In Him we, we were also chosen. If you noticed up in, the, in verse 4, it says He chose us in Him before the creation of the world. We, we're, we've been chosen by God. That's one of those spiritual blessings. We've been chosen by God And then it also says, in verse 11, In Him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of Him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of His will. Wow. What does that mean? Predestined. Set aside. Chosen before the beginning of time. Chosen before... The world was even made before the creation was even made. Chosen by the God of this universe to be here in 2023. Man, what a great privilege that is. Can you imagine? Well, some of you can. Some of you are older than I am. But man, I have seen so many things come about in these 62 years of my life. It's unbelievable. I mean, we, we take stuff for granted now that, that, uh, that a few years ago we didn't even know, think about it existing a, our phone in our little pocket. I can remember the very first computer I got was because I was going to Howard Payne University and they made us do a paper in Kate Turabian. I don't know, I think that's from God. But anyway, Kate Turabian, I didn't know what that meant. First paper I turned in, I flunked because it was not the right format. So Sheila and I went to Montgomery Wards. We got us a Zenith computer, best on the market in those days. Cost me $1,200 back in that day. That was a lot of money, a lot of money. All this money it had two floppy disks and no memory. But Radio Shack had a little program that had Kate Turabian on it. So I just plugged in Kate Turabian, baby, it printed the, my stuff out in Kate Turabian. So I was glad to have it. But how much, I mean, when you think about that, 
that little computer that's in your pocket right now, more than likely, even one of those flip phones like my brother carries, is 10 times anything that that, that first computer we got could ever do. Amazing what God has brought about. And we need to realize that God is moving and has been moving and is moving in our world even at this moment. We were discussing this morning in Sunday school that um, mentoring and passing on the, the torch, I guess, to the next generation. And I'm thankful for those guys who passed along with me and invested in my life over these years. But I thought about the church and how it's changing. How God is using young people and old people alike in our world to reach people for Him. He predestined us just for this moment. We need to realize that. God wants to use us to reach the people all around us. The people of Stonewall County, the people everywhere we go wants to reach, wants to use us to reach. I've had the privilege to go several places over, over all of these years of pastoring. One of those was Russia. The first question I got asked was, where are you from? I said, I'm from Texas. <gasps> Do y'all have, have you got your own horse? Do you carry six guns all with you all the time? Well, sure. Yeah, no, no, we, we didn't say that. But there was an aura. Instantly, I had the opportunity to share with them things are a little different in, in Texas and probably what you thought in, in the Western show that you went, but instantly you had an inroad to share with people who you are and what God has done in your life and how you, you, he's used you over these years. It was a wonderful opportunity. That happens all around us, predestined us. You know, the Bible says in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, that he, Jesus came to seek and to save all that are lost. Not some, but all that are lost. God has prepared the way and is preparing the way for people around us right now. Holy Spirit is working around us and in us and through us because He loves those people. And I say that, that's even a bad term. He loves people as much as He loves us. Anybody you can imagine in Stonewall County right now, God loves with a love that we cannot even fathom yet. With a love that is so deep and so genuine, he's willing to die for them. He came to seek and to save all that was lost in conformity to his purpose and his will. You know, the Bible says a lot about that. Romans 12, 2 says, Quit being conformed to the pattern of this world and be transformed through, re through the renewing of your mind. It is so easy to get caught up in the way the world does things, both in church work and outside of church work. For instance... There are a million ways to get people in the church. Man, over my 35 plus years of pastor now, I've seen lots of ways to get people in the church. Youth ministry, man, we used to go to a youth minister's deal and the first thing they ask, how many of you get running over there in your youth ministry? Well, I'm running 70. Why? Because I feed them pizza every night. Golly. Am I growing kids? No, I'm just feeding them pizza every night. Every kid's going to come eat pizza. Are you growing them in Christ? We, we ask the wrong questions. Are people being discipled? Are they, are they being drawn to Christ? Are you feeding them spiritual food? Wow. It's what God's got for us to do. That's His will and purpose, not to fill their bellies up, not to have a great time, not to go to the convention and go, wow, look what we've done this year. Wow. God is concerned about people's very soul. 
the deepest part of them. He predestined them even in this time, and us, and even in this time for 2023. What a, what a great opportunity. It says, quit being conformed to the pattern of this world. It's easy to do that and be transformed through the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove the good, pleasing, and finally perfect will of God. And I believe there's three wills there because as a dad, I've seen that. You know, Renee would know what pleased mom and dad. We would say to her, Renee, we want you to, to... to do what's right. We want you to go down this path. We want you to treat people well, so on and so forth. Well, that's a good will. Or maybe it was, Renee, we really need you to wash the dishes. And she would go wash the car. Leave the dishes, by the way. Or she would go clean the cat box. Leave the dishes, by the way. Well, was that the good will? Yes, but it wasn't the perfect will of Dad. Perfect will of dad says, this is what I want you to do and how I want you to do it. You do it. We do that with God and I believe so much so that we can know what the perfect will of God is for our life. Sometimes we conform to the pattern of this world and we say, well, you know, it'd be a good thing if if I were a rocket scientist. or It'd be a good thing if I was a preacher. It'd be a good thing if, if I did this or that or made a lot of money. Or And God's going, that's not what I made you for. That's not what I made you for. That's not my perfect will for your life. My perfect will for your life is this. For instance, right now, I've got the opportunity to plant. Man, what a great time that is. I, I love to be able to get out in the field and smell that dirt coming up. I love to see the plants coming up. It's a great opportunity to plant. And God has given you guys that do that the opportunity right now to feed and clothe the world. I mean, I, I said at men's breakfast a, a couple of weeks ago or last week that, that, guys, you need to understand that God has prepared you just for this. He's given you this to do. This is, this is what God's will is for you, the perfect plan for your life. His perfect will for you is to get out there and plant and feed the world. What an opportunity, more than any preacher could ever do. What a blessing that is. Maybe maybe it's not that. Maybe whatever God has given you to do, you need to realize that has this God of the universe has given you this, this job, this is yours. His perfect will for your life is to treat that job, whatever it is, as you're working for Christ. Because he's given it to you. What a beautiful thing that is. His plan for your life. John 15, 15 says, I no longer call you servants, but friends, and have made known to you all that I have learned from my Father. We we heard that a couple of weeks ago. Do you realize that the God of this universe, this spiritual blessing He's given us, that He has chosen us and He's predestined us to conform to His will, and He's willing to share with us everything everything. We talked about that a little bit this morning that, that, that when Moses got the Ten Commandments when he went up to Sinai, the, the rabbinical law, rabbinical um, guys say that he walked into God. He stepped into God. He didn't see God. He stepped into God. And God filled him up with the law. Wow. Do you realize that now we've got the opportunity because of what Jesus Christ has done that he's given his life on the cross that God is going to live inside of us? 
we literally become the holy of holies, the Bible says. So the Holy Spirit lives inside of us and will teach us whatever we need to know. No, it says it teaches us all things. All things. So I'll ask you this. I've been asked this before, and, and it was a great question. Have you allowed the God, the Holy Spirit of God to teach you? Have you asked that He teach you who He is, what He wants you to do? Have you asked Him to teach you all things? Wow. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity today. It's one of those spiritual blessings that it talks about. He goes on to say this in verse 12. In order that we who were first to hope in Christ might for the praise of His glory... And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Another one of those spiritual blessings. God living inside of you, the Holy Spirit of God. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit who teaches you all things, walks with you and in you, takes your request to the Father when you don't know what to pray, intercedes for you, lives in you, becomes your unction or conscience, and goes before you preparing the way. Wow. God wants to use you in these days for His glory, for His perfect will. The Holy Spirit also empowers us, it says in Acts 1.8. we got this dynamite inside of us, this dynamo that never stops. Even though outside, and, and most of you guys feel it just like I do, the, the outer guy is wasting away, getting old. But inside, inside, Father's still alive. Inside, the Spirit of God has not diminished one inch. Inside, the Spirit of God is filling us up and, and wanting to use us in our world. Then it says it gives us gifts, this Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. There are diverse gifts, one Spirit. He's gifted you and He gifted I for what purpose? For His glory. He's gifted you and He's gifted I for what purpose? That we might share that gift and see people come to know Him. That we might share that gift and invest in people's lives. That we might share that gift and have people come to know Jesus. Then lastly, this spirit that He's given us, this, this guarantee, if you will, of our inheritance, not only applies to the future, but it says He'll fill us with His fruits in Galatians 5.22 of love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Is that your life this morning? It's always a litmus test for me. It's always a, a something that I have to have a gut check on about every day. It's, David, are you allowing the Spirit of God to rule in your life and give you these gifts, these fruits, or that's what's coming out of you. Is that what you feel on the inside? Most of the time I have to say, nope. David's taking the wheel again. Nope. I've got to get back to that. Nope. I've got to stop in my day and say, Father, I ask forgiveness. I want you to fill my life with those aspects. Not what I want. God wants to do that this morning in this place.
What do you have to do? You've got to choose to surrender. Man, I, I keep bringing that out. Because it's so difficult, I think, in these United States. We don't want to surrender nothing. We're a winner. We want victory. And God is saying, I want you to surrender to me. I want you to give me your, your very soul. I want you to lay yourself out before me and present yourself as a living sacrifice today, holy and acceptable for me. Have you done that? Have you done that in your life? For me, it's daily that I have to do that again because David wants to go down another road. David has his plans and, you know, he has his big picture and that's where he wants to go. But it takes something to get up in the morning and go, God, this day's yours. Whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to go, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. I'm yours. How about you today? These great spiritual blessings are something you're going to have to choose as you surrender your life to God and say, God, I want you to get the glory from all I do. I want you to be Lord of my life today. Would you do that? Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this time together, Father. God, you've poured out on us every spiritual blessing. You've chosen us. You've predestined us just for this moment. And God, now it's time for us to come before you and choose. And I thank you for the privilege to choose, even, Father. But God, you're a good God who wants the best for us, who wants to pour in our life all of these blessings. The only thing stopping is us. So right now, Father, I ask in my own heart and for those that are hungering and seeking you this morning that we would choose well today. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm going to ask you to stay with your heads bowed and eyes closed this morning. Most of us in this room have made the choice to accept Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord. If you've made that choice, would you, have you given Him your life? Have you made Him Lord of your every moment? In these moments, would you make that decision as Sheila plays? This song says, without him I could do nothing. Is that true in your life?
So this morning, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a word of prayer in just a moment. We're going to have, we'll wait a few minutes, and then we're going to have a business meeting, our regular quarterly business meeting. And I know we haven't been having regular quarterly business meetings, but we're starting. So won't you be a part of that? If you are a, a member of our church, you're welcome to, to stay and vote. If you're not a member of our church, you're still welcome to stay. You just won't vote. So uh, won't you be a part of that? Don't want anything to be to be hidden in that. So let's have a word of prayer together, and uh, we'll be dismissed and then go into business meeting. Father, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time together. God, we praise you for who you are. God, as we leave this place, may we leave knowing that you've sent us and you've predestined us just for this moment. God, we praise you for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.